From COK Studios in Kai Rizdal's sauna, this is Consider Our Knowledge. I'm Connor Bentley. And I'm Dinah Jones-Mallow. On today's show, we'll consider the changing relationship between the United States and Cuba. We'll also consider one person who made a difference in someone else's life. In our series, Consider the Humanity. And we'll consider who made who. Who made you. If you made them and they made you, who picked up the bill and who made who. Stay with us. Support for Consider Our Knowledge comes from the Old Town Playhouse, now showing the world premiere of the new hit musical based on Ben-Hur, Dude, Where's My Chariot? Visit otp.com for tickets and showtimes. And Vanderbeek Life Insurance. You don't want to wait for your life to be over, so sign up for a policy today before you're up Dawson's Creek without a paddle. This is Consider Our Knowledge. I'm Connor Bentley. And I'm Dinah Jones-Mallow. Last week, President Obama was in Panama, where he shared the stage with Cuban President Raul Castro. It's the first time the two men have interacted since the Cold War adversaries moved toward normalizing relations earlier this year. While both sides acknowledge that there is a lot of work to do after decades of mistrust, Saturday's meeting was a nice first step. There is also speculation that the president will remove Cuba from the U.S. list of countries that sponsor terrorism. To help us break down what negotiations with communist Cuba mean for the U.S., here are international gossip reporter and popular teenage girl Melissa Reynolds and Tiago Rodriguez Rodriguez, author of the book Americans Are From Mars, Cubans Are From Venus. Hey! Hola. Melissa, let's start with you. What were your impressions of the meeting between President Obama and Raul Castro? It was cray-cray. I mean, we've been enemies with Cuba since the 1950s. That's like a long time. Yes, it is. I'd say it was like watching an awkward first date, Dinah. Obama and Castro were like super polite and smiley. They seemed to be genuine with each other, but they were totes on guard. It was like that time my friend Dana and this guy Clark went on a first date. Can you tell us more? Okay, so Dana liked this guy Clark for a long time, but he was all distant and acted like he didn't like her. Kind of like how Cuba was with the U.S. for a long time. But then she finally got him to go out because she asked him to go play skee-ball at the Nickelcade, which is like his favorite thing. They had a good time and laughed at each other's jokes and stuff, but it was still kind of awkward. So you wonder if he really liked her or just wanted to play skee-ball. It was kind of like that with the U.S. and Cuba. Do they really like us and want to get serious, or are they just being nice so we'll lift sanctions on them? The sanctions are like skee-ball. Get it? Yes, I do. Mr. Rodriguez Rodriguez, you outline the history of the relationship between Cuba and the U.S. in your book. What did the meeting tell you about how things are changing? The history between the United States and Cuba is obviously complicated. Saturday's historic handshake was a milestone but there's a long road ahead. Both sides have agendas that do not necessarily match up, but the dialogue they began will hopefully be fruitful. Obviously, there are concerns about the age of Mr. Castro, who is 83. He succeeded his brother Fidel, who is 88. What does Cuba's political structure look like beyond the Castro brothers? Oh, there are many other Castro siblings who can step in, should Raul's health become an issue. There's 90-year-old Ramon Castro, 81-year-old Pedro Castro, spry 79-year-old Antonio Castro, and young Jorge Castro, who is only 77 years old. Ah, I see. 
Yes, and there's also a large number of Castro children and cousins, including Fidel Jr., Rosario, Angel, Martin, Francisco, Jeff, Ubaldo, Juana, Chauncey, Lila, Travis, Ricardo, Harpo, Chico, and Zeppo. Oh, don't forget about Wally. Ah, yes, Wally. He is one of the more important Castros. What are the qualifications of any of these family members to be leaders of Cuba? They are Castros. And also, they all have the complexion to pull off olive green uniforms. So it's safe to say that no matter if it's Raul or Jeff or Wally Castro, the U.S. will be dealing with the same type of regime. That is correct. We will just need to see if the U.S. and Cuba can learn to trust each other, no matter who is in charge. Totes. Thank you both for being with us today. Gracias. No prob. Now we turn to our series that profiles people making a difference. Consider the humanity. Today we hear about a man who did something to better someone's day, and they weren't even aware of it. Our own Marta Margolis has the story. Costco on a Saturday can be hectic for anyone. And one day last month was particularly hectic for Larry French. It was nuts in there. I've never seen it so busy. It was really annoying because I had to get a ton of stuff. When Costco is teeming with so many shoppers, Lowy says there's always one thing that can make the twip more worth his time. Samples. I love the free samples. I always plan to go to Costco hungry, so I have lots of room to try all the different stuff. But the crowds on that day proved to be too much for Lowy to get his usual quota of samples. All the good stuff was gone! I made a few sweeps around to try and sample some of the Dubliner cheese and the teriyaki chicken, but they were out both times. Vultures. With the away of samples being decimated by the other Costco shoppers, Lowy was getting more upset by the minute. I tried some of the Kirkland Signature chicken broth. Why would you even offer that? Who wants to sample chicken broth? I'll tell you. Nobody. I figured I'd try to make one more pass around the store before I left, just to see if I could try the new French bread pizza or the Italian ices. The pineapple looked really good. Just as one of the elderly Costco sample jockeys was about to put out a fresh batch of Gogurt samples, Lowy saw his chance. He veered around an end display of Kirkland brand antibacterial wipes to get to the Gogurt table. There were only a few samples, so I had to hurry. By the time I got there, there was only one left. It was mine. All mine! Then, Lowy noticed something to his white. It was a small boy. <sighs> I'd seen this kid over by the hummus sample table. He and I both missed out on that one. He seemed almost as sad as I did not to get to try that red pepper hummus on the Kirkland brand tortilla strips. The small boy clearly wanted a taste of gogurt, but so did Lowy. I'd only had crappy samples all day. But I knew that kid probably had too. It was tough, but I made my decision. I pretended to look at the Chobani yogurt in the cold case. And while I was doing that, he took the last Gogurt sample. It felt so good to let that kid have that watermelon-flavored yogurt. 
Why didn't you say anything to him? Why did you just let him have the go-gut? You know, I didn't do it to get a thank you. I did it because it was the right thing to do. I probably made that kid's day and he doesn't even know it. Honestly, it kind of makes it better that way. I mean, does Batman or Spider-Man do his job for thank yous? No, and neither did I. I was on cloud nine the rest of the day, I tell you. I hope someday that kid pays it forward and lets someone else have the last sample. Costco sample hero, Larry French. Just another person making a difference. For Consider the Humanity, I'm Mata Margolis. That's all for this week's episode of Consider Our Knowledge. If you want more from the best-looking news team in public radio, go to our website, considerourknowledge.com, for more news and stories. You can also follow us on Facebook and on Twitter at Consider Our Know. The Consider Our Knowledge team includes Marianne Wetzel, Emily Clausen, Spencer Cannon, Hobart Willis, Jeremiah Knight, Natalie Thorpe, and Libby Mitchell. Our intern is Ryan Shattuck. You can download Consider Our Knowledge at iTunes and at Stitcher Radio at Stitcher.com. Thanks so much for listening. I'm Connor Bentley. Last week, President Obama was in Panama where he shared the stage with Cuban... (laughs) (laughs) President Obama. I don't know. President is tough for me to say, apparently. Five, four, three, two, one. (laughs)